Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2. My name is Daniel and joining me here in the Upside Down is Anthony. Hello everyone. Anthony's sporting a very fresh new haircut as well too if you're watching this on YouTube. Yes. I, I, I watch Stranger Things and the color just siphoned through my body and just removed. Vecna kind of like took it away. I'm, oh. I'm not too sure how I feel about that, <laughs> but she's, she's I like it. Giving me the uh, the ugh look. And yes, returning like from the upside down because he wasn't here with us for volume one. Shabazz, welcome back. You know, guys, I'll be honest. First, first, you said go to California so we can interview, um, you know, Akiva, and then you said. Oh, we gotta we gotta we gotta do a Stranger Things review. Why don't you go to the Upside Down? And I was right. there for so long, like you guys didn't even come to save me. We didn't know. Well, Anthony went, and that's how we got that haircut. That's this is what Anthony looks like in the I Upside got the Down. Haircut, now. and I forgot that yeah. I had to save you. And then did Vecna well, cut your hair? By the way, did he dye it as well too? He those, is <laughs> those long fingers. Yes, yeah. he is. He is like he's like Edward Scissorhands in there, just like going at it. I love it. Uh, of course, this is going to be our half spoiler free, half spoiler filled review of Stranger Things season four, volume two. Uh, like you already know, there was kind of a weird breakup with this season. Now we're getting the last two episodes that are very long each episode. The first episode is about an hour and a half. The second episode is about two and a half hours. So there is a lot of Stranger Things to get through. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and interviews and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and join our Discord. And you can write into the show anytime you like at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. And if you are watching this on YouTube, hello, it's nice to see you. Hope you like to see our faces and Anthony's brand new hair. Uh, make sure you subscribe, ring the notification bell, do all that fun stuff. We have a great week ahead of us on the movie podcast because we have some special guests joining us next week. We have our review of Thor Love and Thunder coming out next week. And there's lots more. So who knows what July is going to bring. June was pretty amazing here on the show so if you want to catch up on all the incredible episodes that we've had including our interviews with Amon Valani, Hayden Christensen, Deborah Chow, Adil and Bilal of Miss Marvel. Uh, there's been so many. We've been really really lucky this month to have some incredible people joining us so go check out all of those episodes here on YouTube or on whatever podcast feed you like um, and let us know what you think and hopefully we'll have a lot more special guests joining us. I know next week we have some uh, guests that I think viewers of this episode will really, really enjoy. Uh, we're going to get right into things with Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2, very, very soon. Uh, but I just want to remind you, of course, we will be spoiler-free for the beginning of this review. If we do decide that we want to get a little bit more spoiler-heavy, we will give you a warning. Once that first warning goes out, though, we are free to go. Before we dive into our first reactions, I'm going to kick. I'm, I want to. I want to make sure we all kind of let everyone know what our Vecna song is. I need. A, we need to establish this before we go any further. Anthony, I want you to start us off. If you were possessed by Vecna, what is the song that you'll you would need to protect you and to like to snap you out of it? I need to know. Probably "Mad City" by Kendrick Lamar. That's, wow, that's well, the song. Why that song? It's just a a very like it energizes me. It's like a really. Okay. Like, 
not i don't want to i want to say it's like it's a hard ass song like it's really it's you, when you hear that song you the first lines are where your where your mama from where your daddy from and where your grandma from and that's what i would right. say to vecna as i'm right. leaving <laughs> Are you threatening Vecna at the same time? Yeah. I'm a little confused now. Yeah, I'm just going to kill you. I'm escaping, but well, you I have, have some mama from. Oh, okay, you have some yeah. words. Where's well, we, Miss we, Number One? We where's Mister where Number One? From and where's Dad's from? So. <laughs> yeah, they're also not alive. Well, except for Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shabazz, how about yourself? What would be your Vecna song? Look, I mean, I think when you first asked me this question, like back when Volume One came out, I was like, oh, something from Lincoln Park, you know, really take me back right. to my childhood, but. You know, I feel like maybe Vecna might jam along to it too much, uh, and I yeah. kind of, <laughs> I kind of want, I kind of want something that really takes me back to high school. So I, I picked uh, "The Way I Are" by by Timbaland. Interesting. And it's it's, a, it's you a, don't think he's not going to like that one too? He though? Might, he might be like, "We ain't got no money. <laughs> I ain't got no, <laughs> I ain't got no visa." Maybe he'll maybe he'll jam to it. I don't know. Uh, it's maybe. it is a banger track. Timbaland on the beats there and. Uh, why not? But I, I think that's a that's a great track to kind of use. It is a great track. Yeah, man, that's that's a that's tough. Like I feel, I think right away, I, I for myself, I thought it was gonna do something of the Beatles, and I think that would help. And then honestly, I was like, what's a song that like would like get me out of anything? It was just like wake me up. And I think like any like uh, the next episode, you know, is is probably oh, the one for still me. DRE. Still DRE. Imagine Vecna just crip walking like <laughs> just tentacles. Yo, Vecna <laughs> crip walks. He already crip walks, but he does crip yeah. walk when he's not really walking. He does. And he takes people to the crypt. He mostly so. floats, though. Is he crypt floats? Crypt floats, yeah. I'm pretty sure he uh, touches the ground sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I think there's lots of great songs out there. So I'm curious, if you're, if whoever's listening to this episode, please, in the comments below, right into the show, let us know what your Vecna song would be. So in case you ever get into that scenario, we know how to, to get you out of it. Uh, Shay, since you weren't here for our last Stranger Things uh, review, I want you to start us off uh, on your thoughts on these final two episodes. Again, spoiler free for our first reactions, then we'll kind of get into it later on. So start us off, please. Yeah. Um, you know, when we first heard about these two episodes coming out, we heard that they were going to be super long as well. And I think there was a little concern kind of going into it like, okay, are they going to be packing in a lot more story? Um, is this going to be a lot more filler? Like, where is this going? And again, we know there is going to be one more season, the final season of the show coming out next year. So is are these two episodes going to be setting that up? Or is there going to be some sort of, you know, finality, some resolution to this season? And, and what I liked about this these last episodes was there is at least some resolution. There is some sort of finality to what we're experiencing in this show or in these two episodes or in this season, sorry. Um, but I, I really liked it. Like, I, I, I want to be straight up and say I really liked it. Do I think Volume 2 is as strong as Volume 1? I don't. And the reasons why I think that is because you have all this time that is put in this episode. So some things get a little bit more drawn out than I'd like. And especially you, you see that in the first episode of Volume 2, which is, I guess, it's episode 8. Yeah, right? Papa. Yeah, Papa, where we, we kind of go still deeper into Elle's, you know, whole getting her powers back and it, it really i felt like it really dragged the pace of that episode by dragging it out and we've seen it before in almost every season where she's in this place and there's a lot of scientists and so on and so forth so it, it really i felt the pacing of that but then as soon as you know you kind of come out of there the show goes full steam ahead and especially in the last episode episode nine it's just crazy action crazy like the, the scale of the last episode is unlike anything i've seen on tv before 
Yeah, it is massive. You know, when when you especially when you think of uh, the last episode, episode nine, so piggyback, it is massive. Like you said, it is epic. It is unlike anything we've seen in Stranger Things or on Netflix before. And I get why these episodes had to be broken up in the sense that they probably did not have the time to finish this episode. And even for us, like Inside Baseball, for us, we got this episode a lot later than we would normally have would have gone any episode or movie or show that we've been reviewing. Right. Um, but it's, 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 it was amazing to see that because in that last episode, it is massive. It feels like the scale of a movie. Like I felt, especially cause the aspect ratio feels is bigger and just the scope of the show is so much larger. You feel like this is a major like film event that you're watching. And that translates in the visuals, you know, in the music and just, everything everyone's bringing in their a game their performances are top notch in both episodes uh but i totally agree with you shay i think the papa episode um even though there was um a lot of story in it i think the story in it wasn't as interesting or because i think we knew we were gearing up towards a big finale and a big fight um that first episode just felt like a like a tee-up for what was going to come next anthony how about you what was your first reaction to episode eight and nine of volume two eight was the slowest I, after watching eight and then watching nine it was just it just felt like this story was a little bit redundant to what we just saw in episode seven because it does focus a lot on l being in that compound trying to get out it's a, it, in that that place was the the longest process in this whole experience but episode nine Oh my gosh, that was like a movie. It was like it's an event that you, I have not ver- never experienced in television before. I guess this you could compare it to maybe what Game of Thrones should have been when it finished its finale. This yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. You got two hours mm-hmm. and what twenty two minutes of straight. It's longer things. than a lot of movies that yeah. we've watched this year. You know, my biggest complaint really with this season, and I think this is probably the best season of Stranger Things, my biggest complaint yes. is just how they were distributed throughout the the months or the how it came out in, uh, what was it, June? May. May. End of May. And then we had to wait like a month and a half to get the last one. I wish they should have, they should have just distributed it every week as weekly episodes, and it would have just ended right on the date that... <laughs> It ended like it just yeah. would have made more sense. It would have, like you said, Daniel, it would have had that conversation happening. It would have also like, sometimes you don't want to give everyone, like give people everything all at once, even though they demand it or, or right. want it. Cause I was in that boat at one time, like, oh, I love watching and binge watching it. And I've been binge watch Umbrella Academy, but then watching uh, Obi-Wan I'm like, man, I do, and Miss Marvel, I do like the episodic. There's something to look forward to every week. It paces me out throughout the, all the other shows, and I don't forget about it. We had to go watch a recap, and I know it, does, it doesn't say, oh, you have to watch a recap. For sure, but like, I think it would have been better for the viewing experience to do it episodically. I don't think anyone would have complained, because if you're in love with Stranger Things, you wouldn't care if it was coming out every week. But I think that was its downfall in the terms of how the season went, but overall... This is the best TV I watched this year in terms of storytelling, in terms of visual effects, in terms of character development. Everything that was put into the show was absolutely fantastic. Um, The Duffer Brothers, 
they pulled it they pulled this one they they did a really good job and you know it was always scary with stranger things because you you felt like you know there's not much lore to it they're building this lore as they go it's not based on anything it's not based on a book so you hope that they the story that they're telling is something that you enjoy and damn this season you really enjoyed it Shay, you had something to add to that. Yeah, I mean, I think, Anthony, to your point, like, I I agree with everything you said. I also think that another element of it that would have benefited a lot, and I'm not saying that this was an issue, but I feel like for the team it would have been, um, if you spaced out these episodes weekly, you allowed the VFX artists to really take their time to, to build whatever they need to build instead of worrying about, okay, we need to cram out at least 10 hours for one day, pretty much, you know, of, of episodes. I, and I know that, you know, these VFX artists work pretty much to the 11th hour and even beyond that, because when volume one came out, they dropped it. And then over the weekend, they updated the episodes with some updated effects. So if you had these episodes coming out weekly, you would have at least allowed those VFX artists to, to at least tune everything as you needed to kind of go week by week. And I think that would have helped them more. I mean, I'm not a VFX artist. And if you are a VFX artist and you want to write in the show and tell me I'm stupid, you're more than welcome to, or you can tell me I'm right. And there we go. Yeah. I mean, if you just want to write into the show and let Shay know he's stupid, regardless, you can. We do I mean, get that, a lot of those. I do that send them right to there. trash. I send them right uh, to trash. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, I'm, I'm actually curious, you know, about that because, you know, when we think of the VFX for, for anything, it's like, was it the same group of VFX artists working on this whole season? Or did different VFX artists have, or have they been working on shots like we saw in these last two episodes, especially maybe the, the entire time they worked on Stranger Things, right? So I'm just curious about the, you know, that's that's obviously something that's more on the the production side, the the post production side that we don't really know the scheduling of, but it's it's interesting. But I do want to say, and I think that holds true for all three of us, is that the VFX work on the show is phenomenal. And especially in this last episode, Piggyback, in episode nine, it is some of the best visual effects I've seen on a TV show so far. You know, when you when you see some of the other shows that we have out there that are big, high-budget shows, they look great for um, shows, but when you think about, about them, but compared to a movie, doesn't look as great. And I'm talking more of the scale, where Stranger Things throughout looks beautiful the show is stunning like there are so many moments that i was we were watching on tv and we're just like that is gorgeous that is beautiful look how crisp and clear that looks look at the colors popping like there are such wonderful you know blocking choices and cinematography choices in the show that just shine throughout um but yeah like anthony like shay I would have loved to have the show just own the conversation every single week. It would have felt like we were leading up to this big finale where it's interesting that we now have this pause in the middle and we had to, yeah, the watching the recapture was, it was, wasn't a big, wasn't a, a big deal, but it's, it's, it's different when you're watching something week to week because you feel that emotional investment in it. And obviously the Netflix people have Netflix who are looking at the numbers and they're like, you know what? We have, it's been the number one show for a month and a half and it just got unseated this week by umbrella academy and it's probably going to lose that title over the weekend and go back to stranger things because people love the show this stranger things is that you know the the house that netflix has built you know what i mean that is the, the their crown that is their the gold standard of what we could expect from netflix and i think that is it's amazing and this these last two episodes are great yes i think they are needlessly long sometimes again i love that they're long i love that the last episode's two and a half hours long but there are moments that feel very drawn out there are moments that feel very 
uh, it, it, it can throw you off a little bit because you're like, Oh, hold on. Oh, we're still at the scene and we're still doing this just because we're, you know, we're kind of cross cutting between different events that are happening. So you lose track a little bit, especially if it's like a fight. If we have two characters fighting, we cut away from them to go to somewhere else for five, 10 minutes. You come back, you're like, Oh, is this fight still happening? Or is it trying to show that this is all happening at the same time? It's like real time in a way. <laughs> Right. So it's, it's a little like, uh, like it throws you off a little bit in terms of your timing of what, of what's happening. There's also um, a lot of back and forth. Like, oh, we're leaving this location because yes. we're going to go to this location. Oh, we have to go back to that location. And it's just like, right. it feels like a Zelda game sometimes where you're going back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and it's forth. It's a lot, of, a lot of fetch quests, a yeah. lot of we're going here, we're going there. And, and, you know, and that, and that works. I think, but the, the thing that works so well in the show is this cast, you know, the cast together, the, you know, the pairings of characters this season are great. And I think of it a lot of like, you know, we made reference to in our last review, it's very much like Lord of the Rings, where we have these different factions of characters off doing their own events. It also reminds me a lot of of Infinity War, because you have like these different pairings of characters, each kind of doing their own thing, not knowing what the other group of people are doing. So when they eventually, you know, somehow, you know, do their mission or, you know, have a plan, it's so satisfying to see them eventually reconcile or or see each other again uh i do really like that the show committed to keeping hopper and joyce in russia <laughs> for the whole season uh and obviously we know that because we saw the last the first seven episodes but it is uh it's definitely a choice that they made to do that because when we saw that teaser uh years ago at this point or the was it even it wasn't the after credit scene right for season three it was, it was a teaser, teaser that came yeah. out in 2020 i think february 2020 that we saw hopper in russia um i thought it was like okay he's going to be there for maybe a, an episode or two they're going to go get him and he's going to come back um but they you know they really give every character every actor every moment every storyline a full-on arc so this show earns its length yes it does feel drawn out a little bit but it's it earns its length yeah, it, this is this is also. I mean, I think the last episode, I would have loved to watch it in the theater. I oh think, my god! I yeah, I think I think on a beautiful IMAX screen, or I mean, I don't know where they could have placed it, but man, on it in a theater screen, that episode would have absolutely killed. You and didn't I, want to watch it on your phone, Shay? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to watch it on my watch. Actually, it didn't. Oh, work. okay, um, okay. But you know, N- Netflix has such an interesting. Uh, theater release strategy. I wish this was one of the things where they kind of pushed it forward saying like, Hey, watch the, the scale of this show on a bigger screen because it really was something that was just mind blowing. And we're all very lucky. All three of us, we have really nice TVs, but still there's just something about it on the big screen. When you watch something of this scale that you're like, wow, like that hits different. It does hit different. If their marketing was on point, they probably would have. We we were at the Obi Wan Kenobi can, uh, screening we, where we interviewed Hayden and Deborah, and they had all five episodes, and they did the last screening there. Like this is a this is definitely a movie. I want to say movie because it it felt like a movie that you needed to watch on the big screen. Like the, there are little things like little the the episodes before that. Sure, you could watch on your TV, but this was something you had to watch on the big screen. Like, definitely. It, they should have just planned it for the fans, at least, you know? I, you know, I, I wish, and, you know, and obviously, you know, I, we can only speak to here in Canada. We know Netflix and Cineplex aren't the greatest of friends here. So, I, I totally get why, you know, Disney and, you know, and other streaming services have those deals with Cineplex and other theater chains here in Canada. I'm also curious about, you know, we have other 
movies taking up IMAX screens right now. So we have, what do we have? Jurassic World. We have Lightyear. We have Top Gun Maverick just came back. Uh, what movie just came out last week? There was an Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Oh, Elvis is not on IMAX. No, no but we're going to be but, having uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Next yeah, week. we're going to have Thor Love and Thunder next week. So um, it would have been cool to have some fan events. And that's what I was going to say. This is a show that you want to watch with people. I'm so glad that we got to watch it together because it was so cool reacting to those type of things, seeing with it. And this is the show that you want to have a watch party for. You know, and I think because be, you have these last two episodes, luckily it's not a whole season. So people could come together and maybe spend four hours and watch us this weekend and have a good time because it's it's event viewing. You know, this is this is what Stranger Things is. And I wish I wish I just wish that, you know, streamers would look back to the days of, oh, or like even what HBO does or shows like this is going to release at 9 p.m. Eastern time or this is going to release at this time. Watch it. Um, that's event viewing. You know what I mean? It's like, like, uh, like scheduled viewing. Like you have to watch it at that time and everyone in the world is going to be watching live tweeting. Cause now it's going to be a bit of a minefield over the weekend with spoilers and things like that. Talking about it. Right. Absolutely. I think, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 please. No, I was just gonna say like this, like this, this, this season of stranger things elevated the game completely. I think if Netflix puts this much effort and care into their movies and TV shows going forward, um, they should have a very successful, you know, next couple of quarters. But I, I also feel like this might have been a one-off for them, and I and I really hope that's not the case because this was such a good season. This season alone was like, it, it is my favorite season. You look at season one, and it's and it's a beautiful place. It's a start. Yeah, lighting it's in a light, bottle starts in a bottle exactly great. But then you look at season four, and you're like wow, this feels like it has the polish of something that has been worked on for years. It was absolutely mind-blowing. Let's get into some spoiler discussion here. So, of course, if you do not want any spoilers, stop now. Come back after you've finished watching the last two episodes. But let's start talking about some spoilers, spoiler-free reactions. Shay, you mentioned that this show elevates what's to come in the next season and what's going to come down the road. We finally got a character death in Stranger Things that we, we've had character deaths on the show, obviously, before. But the character who dies in this season, uh, I think, quickly became a fan favorite this year. And now, like, I think we are all heartbroken um, when they passed away. So, of course, again, last last chance to to back out of this episode. Uh, I wonder we, who's listening still. Like, uh, 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 I'm on uh, the edge. Uh, oh, no. Don't say it. Um, yeah, so we we lost Eddie Munson this, uh, this season, which is so sad. I know we, he just started this season, but he, he literally was my favorite character this season. He was the MVP of the season for me. And, you know, losing him, sucked <laughs> you know but it was such an emotional moment though and joseph quinn is a phenomenal actor and him that moment between him and dustin you know that was hitting me that made me emotional that made my eyes well up because i was just like damn this is so good i love when a character does something for the greater good mm-hmm. and i think and eddie does that this season and damn it's so so good um how did you guys feel about eddie overall this season and then of course at the very end i'll go first uh his his character was like you fell in love with him right away that whole montage like that whole speech that he does in the beginning in the cafeteria it's like this is my year i'm going to finally graduate 
you kind of fall in love with him and you, you realize like he's a nice dude like he he he's just different and i think we all relate to being different in some sort of way and with eddie he he had the charisma but he also was put in a position where where he was shown something that he, he's never experienced that death really sparked like what the fuck is happening in this in this city in this town right and he he's been thrown into this and then for that ending for him to be like gung-ho i'm gonna support everyone it was tragic it was definitely tragic to see dustin who hasn't really i don't think any of them have experienced death like that like he died in his arms like that's yeah. uh, that's very hard for for these kids to experience i guess max would be with her her brother or her stepbrother. But this was different because this was the original cast and Dustin really connected with him. And we all know Dustin was always connected to Steve. Like they were the partners in crime, but Eddie became that Steve for him this year. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it was, it was tragic, man. It was super tragic. I, I wish maybe he'll come back in like some sort of future way of like flashbacks, but yeah, I really loved um, I really loved Eddie. Yeah. I think with Eddie, we, we also all kind of saw it coming in a way because we loved the character so much that we're like, if the Duffer brothers want to really gut punch us, this is the character they're going to have to sacrifice. Right. And, and his sacrifice in his whole arc is so satisfying that his death, while it is definitely sad and, and really emotional, it's also satisfying in a way that it makes sense. Like you're telling a story, you're telling this character, he's, he's finishing off what he needs to do, but everything is resolved with this character. The only thing that really isn't is his public perception, but right. that doesn't matter. That's not what this show is about. This show is never to change the eye of America. It's always been about these are the kids, this is the life they live. And that's, what's kind of going forward. I mean, at the end of this, sh- at the end of this season, Hawkins is like ground zero at this point. Like there is yeah. just, there's everything's just destroyed. And you, I, I love that moment that, that um, uh, Dustin has with Eddie's uncle and just says like, Hey, like, you know, I was with him and he's a great guy. And he kind of gives him that his, his guitar his, pick, his, his guitar pick pendant. And it's just like, that's, I think, where I was like, I was getting really hit, not even at the death, because the death was, was definitely sad, but it was just that resolution, that, that knowing that always. his uncle was like, okay, he was a good person, you know, yeah. and that, that's where it really hit me. And, you know, and I think that's what's so sad about all of this, too, is like, we, we lose this character, and, you know, even when we're on the missing persons board at the end of the show, we're seeing people drawing the satanic logo on it, we're seeing stuff like that, and it's like, they have no idea and that's what's so heartbreaking, like you said, Chase, like that persona of what's remembered of him by the people who didn't know him remains where you have a character like uh, Jason, who um, Lucas was fighting, uh, the jock, like, you know, Jason with the, the Letterman jacket guy who was, you know, even though he, he kind of just got so blinded by his rage and obviously his, his vengeance of Chrissy. Um, that he didn't see reason anymore. And, you know, he kind of, he gets killed off very just uh, non nonchalantly as the world starts literally just breaking apart. They're like, oh, there he goes. Uh, like, so I, I'm, I'm curious to see what the fallout of this season is going to be. Because like you said, Shay, Hawkins is now 
ground zero. Hawkins is like torn apart. And the last scenes of this show are, you know, um, Will gets, you know, he gets the little uh, goose pimples at the back of his neck. And then he's like, the, yeah, I know. I just want to call him Goose Pimples. Goose Pimples, man. Come Goose on. Pimples. Rat Race. What, what are, <laughs> Pimples, man. Mr. Bean, yeah. Rowan Atkinson, and Rat Race. He calls uh, he, them Goose Pimples. He gets the Goose Pimples slash Goose Bumps at the back of his neck. And then it's like, yeah, no shit, because there is smoke and fire and just <laughs> ash hell. raining from the sky. It's hell. And it literally looks like hell is opening up a portal on Earth. And this is where it leaves us. And it's like, oh shit. I want the next season now because what a beautiful shot of everyone standing there. And again, that moment of seeing like that car pull up to the cabin and you're like, oh shit, are these government people? And then you see 11 and then of course it's Hopper and they re-embrace and you know, they have that moment of now they have the same haircut. They have Anthony's haircut uh, or it's, I'm kidding. <laughs> they have the, they have like the shaved head and it's like, oh, like, uh, you know, they, they just reconcile and it's such like a heartwarming moment seeing everyone together again this cast is all so good and it's so big now that whenever we see people apart and you know reuniting it's always amazing seeing them come back together um, we also had a very scary moment where we thought we were going to lose Max because Vecna does take her the uh, Jason destroys her uh, her cassette player and she does the whole arm thing. Her arm and legs snap. She goes into thing and her, her eyes and obviously her neck didn't break because uh, they were able to pull her back before that. But there was a real moment that I thought, oh my God, they're going to kill Max right now. And we still don't know what's going to happen with Max. I think she's okay. I think she'll recover, but she was blind. You know, obviously her bones are broken. So I'm curious for both of you. Uh, I'll get Anthony to start. Where do you guys think this show goes from here? Where can it go from here? Because this felt like a series finale. This is how big it felt. Yeah. Where does it go from here? The the end sequence, like if we watch, if you watch the first season and then you watch this season, you never expect it to get to this point. This is no. Like, we're now we're now talking about like end game levels. Like these are massive. These are, these are events that are happening in Hawkins that cannot be considered conspiracy anymore. Like no. People will know what's happening now. I feel like that's, we were discussing it. Like, is this going to be the season where the town or the city or the world will experience what's happening? What's this up- upside down? You or, can't turn away from you it can't now. can't turn away. There's, there's, no. it's, it's ash coming down. They, this is, they, they, they call it an earthquake, <laughs> but earthquakes yeah. don't have fires coming out of, out of the underground unless there's a volcano nearby, but I don't think there's a volcano in Hawkins. But I don't uh, think so. Yeah, this is, and I think that last sequence with all of them there, it's like they're preparing, you, you had the superhero, uh, the superhero uh, background, you got all of them placed in one way and you got yeah. Eleven with her, her look like, you're not going to win this time. And clearly, this is going to, st- I, I think this is going to start off right where it ends. I think, I don't think it's going to be like eight months later and there's still flames boiling out of the city. This, I hope not. This is going to start right away and... I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I know there's spinoffs and all that stuff, but I don't know who's going to survive. Steve survived. You know, a lot of people were putting money on Steve dying because, you know, he, he, had, he didn't have the, we'll say the, the girlfriend. He didn't have really the, right. the life that a lot of the other cast members have with each other. 
But as soon as I saw the the Netflix billboards that said like protect Steve yeah. with the vines and stuff on, I'm like, I feel like he's safe. I don't think they would do that if he was going to die. And that's you and know? that's one thing. I think that sequence with him and and uh, Nancy and the, the whole the all three of them, they were shooting those Molotov cocktails. Probably one of the best CG sequences in the whole Oh, series. amazing. Fantastic. I do wish we saw more Steve. Like we Me saw too. in that episode where he gets attacked by bats when he becomes like diehard. Yeah. But I do wish we see more Steve because I feel like he wants to be this heroic character. He wants to save the day and, you know, give him that that limelight because we saw Hopper. He fucking turned into, you know, He-Man with that sword and he started chopping chopping down some demigods. Hopping and chopping. Man, that was such a great sequence. But anyways, getting back to where where season five starts and ends, I don't think anyone will, anyone else would die. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just going to be a, an event like War of the Worlds. It's going to. It just felt like that. It just felt like this is like Definitely Steven Spielberg's for sure. War of the Worlds vibe happening. People are gathered, trying to escape, getting out of the town. There's going to be government involved. There's going to be a lot of things. They're going to like there. Are, there are points in this episode where we don't really get conclusions to, which is the government chasing down Eleven. They just suddenly disappear. They don't really follow her. Am I correct? Like you? you no, you're just, correct. Yeah, they, they just stopped. Papa, so. Papa did pass away. Yet, yeah, but we did not. Uh, we don't even know. If we he don't did. get anymore. He had a big hole in his chest. But he had a big hole. But we. Ne- but again, who knows? The government could have gotten him and sh- injected him with something, and then he's like, "Oh, now I'm alive." Yeah, we always you know. We, we always know. think he's dead, but he's always alive. Um, but yeah, there's there's that. There's there's going to be some sort of gathering of people where it's going to be just all out like independence day yeah it's gonna be end game i'm telling you the whole game (laughs) everyone's gonna come out eleven's gonna lead the charge she's gonna use her telekinesis and like that's the only i guess another big part of this was i wish we saw eleven stronger and 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 i think that's where the duffer brothers might have wanted her to be this character for this like she's she's being bullied she's dealing with loss of her powers she's depressed in a sense um she has to get back to what she used to be. Right. I just wish we saw more of it. Like I wanted her to destroy. Yeah. You wanted Vecna. her to go full Vader. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and we were talking about who would win Vader or Vecna. Darth Vecna. Darth Vecna. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I just want to know what Vecna comes back as. Does he, is he still the same person? Yeah. Is it, is it still Vecna? Is he still going to be the big bad? Are we going to have new people introduced next season? We yeah. most likely will. Um, Shay, what are your thoughts on what comes next? When do you think we'll see season five drop god i hope it's not too long i hope i hope at another most, three years i hope at most it's just <laughs> next year because yeah. these they, they are not kids anymore no uh they will have kids by next season if at this rate <laughs> so i think i think at this point like you know we 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 have vecna vecna survives obviously at the end because whenever someone falls out a window chances are by the time you get downstairs they're gone it's like scooby-doo you yeah. know so we're gonna definitely get something along those lines of vecna's back he's more powerful but you're right anthony i, I wish we got to see you know 11 at 11 like just like crushing bones 11 just, at 11 just killing it i like and that. and i think that next season that's hopefully where vecna sorry where 11 is vecna is obviously back do we see a bigger badder villain like an overarching like i'm the king of the uh of the upside down kind of thing hopefully we see something like that but i think you're right this show needs to pick up right where it left off from because yeah. uh, how do you just ignore that and if they do like a time time skip 
I feel like it's cheap. It, it cheapens what we just saw. So yeah. give us directly from where you where you left off. Maybe at most a couple of days, uh, and then let's get let's get into it. Let's let's get into getting Vecna. Let's. I also don't think maybe the next season needs to be superbly long. I think you can make it just maybe about eight or nine episodes, just like this one. But you don't have to do the two and a half hours you're there. If they do, totally fine with that. I, I trust in what the Duffer Brothers are going to do. I just. I, I'm curious as to where they're going to land with it. I want Steve back. I want Steve in his element because in this season, he was he was everywhere kind of. He wasn't season three Steve that we had. That was just really, really uh, in, in the forefront. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm hoping it goes. It's interesting. I'm, I'm curious for next season as well. Are they going to try breaking it up like they did this season? Are they going to try weekly release? I think they are going to want to make an event of it, especially if this is the last season of Stranger Things for the time being, right? Um, so I'm, I'm curious. You know, it also reminded me a lot of, um, you know, when you look at like Deathly Hollows, like the Harry Potter, the, the films, we have, uh, you know, after Dumbledore passes away and Half-Blood Prince, it's like, how do things go back to normal after this? You know what I mean? Or like, and, and I like that these characters are the ones on the inside where it's like, they know there's this giant evil out there and they're the ones who are having to face it. Right. So I'm curious, like, how does the world now that world react now that they're seeing this? Is this, is this going to be a worldwide front now? Or is this something that all of Hawkins is going to come together? Um, I'm curious. And I'm wondering like the Dover brothers know how they want to end the show. Have, are these episodes scripted yet? You know, are they planning on shooting soon? And these are a lot of questions that I'm sure they're going to get very, very soon because people will become ravenous for more. And we are right now because I'm like, I, this show was so good. The season was so good. I want more of it. Um, like you said, Shay, like I don't, I wouldn't mind if there are more, you know, if there are longer episodes again, maybe at least of, of the finale, like next series finale is over two hours again. I'd be down for that. You know, just make it an event. There's a lot of natural ending points though. I found in these last two episodes and throughout the, the season where the episodes kind of go to black and it felt like in any other season, this is where it would have gone to be, um, you know, we would have had the titles come up and it would have gone to a next episode. There's a couple of moments of that in episode nine, the piggyback episode, the season finale, where it felt like this is where this episode should end and, you know, start a new episode. But, you know, it just kind of keeps going. Uh, we do have a two day jump from the finale as well, too, which felt a little jarring, you know, kind of just going from the fight to two days later. But I get it. You have to try and bridge the gap some way. But um, yeah, this the season, especially these last two episodes were just visually amazing. Great story, great characters. And it really reinforces why this is the best show on Netflix. So I'm just I'm just so glad that we're the three of us here talking about it. And I can't wait to talk about it again. And hopefully it's not too long before we get to do that. Any other final thoughts on stranger things season four as a whole, before we wrap up today's episode, I just, I do want to say that I found that the two characters that were probably most underutilized were, were Mike and will. I felt like their screen presence and what they were given in terms of, dialogue and just being a part of this season just felt shallow and i agree and i agree for sure i just hope they get their their due in the final season i don't know if they did it on purpose because we have a lot more characters involved and we were super surprised that max was a big part even lucas being a big part of this but i guess because because mike and will have bit were the focus of season one and two so much and even three so i'm like it's nice for the other characters to get the forefront but yeah they definitely felt very shallow this season in terms of their presence that's that's pretty much all i want to say 
As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and interviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca. You can also subscribe to us if you're watching this on YouTube. Hello there uh, at youtube.com slash the movie podcast. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more and look out for all of the amazing interviews reviews and episodes we have planned for july if you're a fan of this show that we're talking about today you're going to want to look out on the movie podcast feed next week that was our spoiler free and spoiler filled review of stranger things volume a uh, stranger things season four volume two thank you so much for listening that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next 